This is Guerrilla Project Management with Samad Aidan. We bring you engaging and thought-provoking conversations with today's leading project management experts and emerging influencers. Welcome to this edition of Guerrilla Project Management. Localization is the process of modifying a product in order to adapt it to a specific cultural environment. Localization projects require managing teams spread across the world, which can include developers, testers, linguists, legal marketing, customer service, and other highly specialized team members. These projects can be challenging, and project management is a critical component for their success. Jennifer McNulty and Rafa Ballesteros, two top-notch experts on localization, explain the unique challenges that localization presents to project managers and what it takes to manage these types of projects effectively. Here's my interview with Jennifer and Rafa. Jennifer, Rafa, welcome. Thanks for having us. Hi. So for someone just learning about localization, what are some of the basics you think they should know? So one of the main things is getting a handle on the basic terminology. Um, a lot of people that are new to localization tend to use terms like translation and localization interchangeably. So to remember this, we use an acronym called GILT, G-I-L-T, to describe the four most common terms, globalization, internationalization, localization, and translation. So first of all, um, some people may have seen these abbreviated and been confused not understanding what they mean. So often they shorten internationalization to I-18N and localization to L-10N. And this is simply just the first and last letter of the word with the number of letters listed in between. So there's many definitions of these terms. Um, one set that I like is the following. Globalization refers to a broad range of processes necessary to prepare and launch products and company activities internationally. Internationalization is developing content that's easily localizable and doesn't include local and regional references. Localization is the process of adapting a product or service to a particular language and culture. And translation is the process of converting text from one language to another. So I'll give you a couple examples of this. So translation is pretty straightforward. That's just converting text from one language to another. Localization is when you take translation a step further to make the content work in the target market. So for example, you could um, translate the game Trivial Pursuit, and but questions about baseball and Elvis might not be relevant in Brazil. So in order to make this game work locally, the questions would need to be adapted into more relevant subjects, such as maybe soccer or the samba. So internationalization, um, someone who is an expert at internationalization is IKEA. So they develop very generic content for their instructions that come with the furniture. Mostly they use graphics without any embedded text so that very little localization work is required and those instructions will work in all markets. Um, and globalization, this is the business issues and decisions that are associated with launching a project or a product globally. So when deciding to launch a product globally, what are some of the different types of localizations that a project might undertake? Well, the different products uh, have unique components. Uh, some examples include uh, a product for sale might require packaging, localization, and possibly print materials, instruction, warranties, and other things. A website would require software localization for the user interface. Uh, a board game, as we mentioned earlier, might require localized content in addition to the packaging and rules. 
A mobile app localization often requires uh, abbreviated content because of the size of the screen and you know other restrictions. Instructional marketing video content that needs to be localized, closed caption, dubbed, etc. So what are some of the considerations in the initial project planning phase that are specific to lo- a localized product that a project manager should keep in mind? So something that's really important that's often missed is the internationalization component. It's really important for businesses to engage the localization team early on in the development of the product. Um, Often it's up to the localization PM to educate the U.S. team on potential issues in order to prevent them from becoming bigger issues later in the process. So one example that I came across was when I was working on packaging. There was a graphic that said number one keyboard in the U.S. and it was using the pound sign. So it was pound sign and a one. So the product went through the whole English phase And then when it was being localized, almost all the translators gave feedback saying that the pound sign is not used in their countries. So essentially, the main marketing point wouldn't be understood in most of the countries. And we found this out really late in the game. And since it was a graphic, it was really hard to adjust. But if they had addressed it up front, it would have been a lot easier to adapt. Another thing that they need to think about is determining if the U.S. product will launch at the same time, a simultaneous release, as the localized product. Um, or if the localized product will come later and be released later. If they all will launch together, then the schedule will likely be very compressed and the deadline very firm. It's often easier if the localized product will come later. Regarding the priorities, cost, quality, or or time, uh, different projects have different priorities. Uh, In some cases, no expense will be spared to get uh, high-quality translations on time for a worldwide launch, and this applies to um, high-profile projects uh, for all companies. In other cases, costs might be an issue and sacrifices uh, have to be made when the final translations are delivered or on a QA step can be skipped. It is very important to create localization kits. It is important to set your localization team up for success by giving them the information and materials that they need to produce quality translations. These can include approved glossaries and style guides, screenshots, contextual reference materials, localized versions of the product in similar languages. What are some of the logistical issues that having an international localization team creates? So oftentimes the teams aren't local and they're all located all over the world. And so there's no real face-to-face interaction, which can be difficult for some people. So this can be mitigated by using Skype or link for chats. Regarding time differences, and this is something that drives uh, project managers crazy when they deal with localization, uh, the hours need to be adjusted with either early morning or late night meetings, you know, because you, you deal with teams in Asia and Europe, uh, especially if you're based here in the US. Work or fixes that need to be done by multiple people may take 24 hours or more to be implemented due to people working on different time zones, like we mentioned. And planning ahead for these issues can be critical. Um, email can be used more efficiently by creating templates for different issues like handoffs and handbacks and questions to minimize confusion. Another thing we like to do is create a forum. We like to create a forum on email where our localization team can discuss issues and translations. Uh, This is really helpful in minimizing questions that come back to the project manager, and often it helps create better translations. So sometimes when discussing a particularly tricky translation, one translator might have a great idea that can apply to the other languages. And if we put them all in direct contact, they can kind of work out these issues and improve their translations that way. Once the project is underway, what should the project manager keep an eye on and monitor, and and what are some of the potential pitfalls? So oftentimes you'll get questions from the LOC team regarding context when they're doing their translations. 
one example would be I worked on a project where there was a phrase that said, brings your, your media to life and puts your documents at your fingertips. So this phrase at your fingertips was a key marketing point for the for the product, but it didn't exist exactly. It didn't translate exactly that way in some of the other countries. So there was a lot of discussion on the translator forum that we had set up and some settled on phrases that were more applicable and localized to their individual markets, such as in the palm of your hand and um, different little bit different twists on the original translation. Yeah, the, the lack of understanding of some of the nuances of the product uh, can also slow things down. Um, the more detail that is on the localization kit, the better uh, to mitigate these uh, issues upfront. And speedy communication at this point is critical to quickly resolve issues and keep the project moving. Also, on-time and, and accurate deliveries are usually important to stay on track, especially if there is a, a simultaneous release or sim ship with the English product. So give me a sense of the some of the phases or other phases of the localization process. Localizing software there is often a um, testing phase in which the localized content is flowed in and the software is checked. Often this leads to a bug fixing stage where issues are relayed to the localization team and the fixes are returned. A common example of this truncated text um, Consider if the term click to download is on the software button that is perfectly sized for the length of the text. When translated to German with 20% text growth, uh, it would not fit. If it is not possible to resize the button, the German translator might be asked to shorten the translation potentially using just download. Another potential phase in, is in-country review or testing. This is particularly helpful for marketing materials. A translator might specialize in marketing text, but ideally, it is great to have a client's internal marketing manager review marketing items to ensure that they match the company's tone and style. Review in context phase, sometimes called read on paper, PDF review, or uh, some other terms. For projects like packaging, there is a second review once the text is placed in the graphic files to first make sure all localized text was correctly placed, and second to fine-tune the layout, possibly with some desktop publishing work, to ensure that it's visually appealing. I, I've seen this happen with companies that, that have a lot of care for you know, how the layout happens and also for video game companies. And what considerations should be made when closing the project? So some of the things you want to think about are um, you definitely want to make sure that all of the glossaries and style guides are updated so you have the latest terminology for the next phase. Postmortems are essential to discuss what went well and what could be improved, and especially if this process will be repeated. They're really important. Also, paying localization resources in a timely manner helps to secure their commitment to future projects. Can you share with us some of your best practices? I think we've mentioned a lot of our localization-specific best practices, such as creating forums for our LOC teams to discuss issues and providing LOC kits. Um, at AdaQuest, many of our PMs are PMP certified through the Project Management Institute, and we find that this program provides an excellent basis for PMs to handle many of the challenges associated with project management. And PMP certification is highly desired by employers at this point in time. Um, people can find out a little bit more information on that at um, PMI.org. Also, um, we're a very multicultural team, having worked extensively in the localization project management industry uh, with companies such as Microsoft and Amazon. We often need to work with people remotely and in different time zones. Bruno Lecoq, our VP of Operations, gave a speech at the PMI in North America last year where he spoke about leadership of virtual project teams. This is a great read. And Samad, maybe you can share the link with your audience. The lessons included 
are very applicable and transferable to other teams. Absolutely. We will put a link to that resource. We also believe in the importance of innovation, and we've successfully practiced a fully outsourced localization vendor model, which we call managed services. We like to describe this model as wake me up when it's over, meaning we love to take ownership of all the localization deliverables for a client, and it lets our clients focus on their core competencies while they're still going to enjoy the benefits of the proven ROI of placing their products in other markets. Based on what I learned today, it's such a complex piece that I think we underestimate uh, how much it takes and on high visibility, high exposure projects. I just don't think you can afford to proceed on the project without having uh, a team like yourself, uh, like Araquest, at your side, uh, because there's just so many things that could go wrong. Definitely. Yeah, I think the concept of having a, um, an advisor that knows a lot about log is really important in these cases. So where can people go to find out more information about this topic? Well, there's a lot of good information on Wikipedia um, about uh, internationalization and localization. There's also um, on Wikipedia um, very detailed info on game localization. And there is a, um, a global organization called Gala uh, with, with uh, localization and localization issues. And they have a site where they um, talk about what is localization. That is a good starting point for um, newcomers to this field. And also, as I mentioned before, PMI.org has a lot of great resources for project management. Mm -hmm. And uh, you guys provided some great links, and I will put those as part of the um, podcast. Thank you so much for that. And finally, how can people find out more about you uh, at a quest and contact you? Um, so for more information about Adequest, you can go to adequest.com or you can email us at info at adequest.com. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jennifer and Rafa, for the valuable insights that uh, you shared uh, with us today. I feel well informed right now about localization, and I would never dare go into a project without having experts like yourself. So thank you. And I look forward to having you guys come back and talk to us some more about uh, best practices in localization. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It was our pleasure. You've been listening to Guerrilla Project Management. You can hear more Guerrilla Project Management podcasts on iTunes and read more at guerrillaprojectmanagement.com. Project Management.com.